0: Tell everyone, right here, tell them to like and subscribe.
1: Like and subscribe.
0: This is Good Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another mediocre episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the mediocre hosts, Charles Chuck Thompson, with me. Is the beloved,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: well-known, knows-everything-about-everything everything host, Nathaniel yeah. Yeah. Paul Thirsty.
1: You know, the, all of this uh, negativity and nihilism surrounding the podcast, you know, been telling people not to do anything and all that. It's working. And uh, it's working. Exactly. You know? Yeah. We've got like 1,600 new listeners since the early last week. And I hate When them. you started being super negative and about things. And I hate things. every single so. one of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. I hope they only listen to one episode. <laughs> And then cancel.
1: It's a great idea. That's a really great business. <laughs> don't plan, hit I think. that subscribe button, actually. Because <laughs> you right. can't
0: handle the truth.
1: There you go. Don't and that's do why anything. it's
0: not because it's not because I don't want people to listen. It's just I don't want people to listen who can't handle the truth. That's and true And that's most people.
1: Pretty much Everyone who can't handle the truth is not listening to this show because this show is the truth.
0: Is truth.
1: Yeah, there we go. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. And so truth. I'm going to ask you to smash that follow button and to tell a friend and tell a family member. I'm going to tell you not to do it. And to go to joingmail.com so you can hang out with the Fed Haters Club who's hanging out with us right now. It's only six bucks a month because I'm too lazy to change the price, even though prices keep going up. You know, we're not staying consistent with inflation around here.
0: Our suppliers, they raise their prices. Everything's
1: going up, (laughs) you know, just not us. Our our, uh, information suppliers have raised their prices. Speaking of prices being, we got quite a few things and it's not all about war. And I thought it'd be nice to lead out with something that wasn't about Israel and Palestine Mm. going on. I thought that'd be pretty cool. So, well, we'll you might be the only one. Look, Every, everyone ahead. everyone is still talking about that thing yeah. but I, there was some other news today and that had to do with inflation the inflation was still 3.7 percent year over year that was the new number that came out this morning uh, that's lower than the 9.1 that we had you know middle of last year and so I guess inflation is down which obviously means prices are going down yeah. Charlie right no. if I if I follow people on the left I think that's what it means that's not true so I I put out a post um I said if I were running the Republican campaign this is the chart I'd be showing. And I put uh, the Trump years on the left, slightly highlighted in red, and the Biden years on the right, slightly highlighted in blue. And what you see here, now this is no this is no shill for Trump. You know he he was not good enough to get either one of our votes either time that he ran. Uh, but Biden has been pretty bad, or at least he has presided over some pretty bad inflation so far. During the Trump years, you had 7.72 percent. Inflation overall during that time and so far during the Biden, the three Biden years, we've had 17.68% inflation since that started. And then the, the really important number is that during those two times put together, we've had 26.75% inflation in consumer prices. That's now, not good. And to be fair
0: to Biden, even though he's horrible. Yeah. To be fair, the CARES Act mm-hmm. is a large portion of why we saw inflation
1: rise a lot in it 2021. Is. And then the Inflation Redu- Reduction Act uh, was bad. And then the American Rescue Plan was bad. It just poured a bunch of gas on the fire. Mm-hmm. and uh, we Kerosene, keep, probably. You, know, you, keep, you see prices we were out of gas. keep going up. And it's, there's so much money out there in the economy. I was thinking the other day. You know how we talk about how many people lost their jobs during the pandemic? And I think it, I think the unemployment rate went up to like 14% or something. I don't remember the exact amount of millions of people that lost their jobs. That's a lot. But you know what's also really important is most people didn't lose their jobs during the pandemic. Millions of people did not. But millions of them still got STEMI checks even when they didn't lose their jobs. And they were making money and they had nowhere to spend the money except for like on groceries and stuff because so many things were closed. And so when you ask yourself, like how are we still able to keep increasing prices on things and people can still handle it? How is it that housing is still going up and travels going up and all that stuff? There is a lot of extra money floating around out there in the economy. It's not just about the people who lost their jobs and needed unemployment or needed the STEMI checks. It's all the people who didn't lose their jobs, which is most people and kept making the amount of money that they were or similar to that and had nowhere to spend that money and still got STEMI checks on top of that. Like me, I still, I never spent, never spent the money I got during the pandemic. Still didn't. And, but it has led me into a place in my life where all of a sudden I've decided I can just buy whatever I want. Just like any time. Lacey's like, hey, you want to go to Peru? Yeah, sure. We'll go to Peru. That's fine. We got a nice cushion. We're We're mm-hmm. fine. yeah, and so we're more willing to pay for things, and we're You're living high on the hog. I'm living high on everyone else's hog. and ev- yeah, mm-hmm. while America is suffering. I'm, I know, and it, yeah. I feel terrible about it. <laughs> I feel so bad right now. OK? Yeah. So
0: that's well, as, what, as a live group is saying, uh, Stone Cold and Costco, uh, we can go back, let's say, Bush, Bush was bad, Obama worse. Trump worse. Biden worstest.
1: And that only well, leads me to believe... Bad,
0: worst, worster.
1: Yeah. We're now at the worstest. Do you think Trump was worse than Bush? Uh, Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Are you talking about just as far as money added to the debt mm-hmm. or... Okay, yeah. that kind of thing. I I mean, there was definitely more money spent, for sure. And also, yeah.
0: Trump wasn't... <laughs> I mean, he was talking about... Trump never... Even on the campaign, he, would, he didn't talk about conservative values. Oh, he no. was just talking He's, about making better deals. How
1: would he? He's not a conservative.
0: Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like Bush was like, oh, I'm a conservative. Yeah. But I'll add $10 trillion to the debt and spend way more money than we've ever spent since
1: ever. There's like as, as libertarians who will sometimes talk about how Trump wasn't that bad, one thing we'll say is that he didn't start any new wars. And he was trying to get us out of Afghanistan. I don't think that's because he's some type of libertarian when it comes to war. I think he th- saw it as a waste of money and wanted to stop spending the money on those things. And uh, and so maybe you know, like you were saying, it's not really conservative values, just good deal making. Maybe that was good. Anyhow, um, what you just laid out, it sounds like the next president, no matter what, is going to be worse. Well, we have worster or mm-hmm.
0: worstest currently.
1: Yeah. Is most worstest going to be the next one? Maybe. We'll see. You can only go down from here, I guess, right? We'll be here to talk about it, I guess. I wanted to make fun of something because it's not, we're not going to have room for it in Dumb Bleep of the Week tomorrow because there's so many dumb things going on. And so I thought it'd be a nice time, since we're talking economics, to make fun of Robert Reich the third for a second. And uh, this is one of those things that sounds, that people say that that, that, make you, that elicits a specific emotion from you. But if you think about it for like two seconds, it means like literally nothing. And I get really upset when people like him who portray himself as a really smart person who cares about people and is telling them the truth and all the time he's fighting fascism and doing all that. And so since we won't have time for it tomorrow, I thought it'd be cool to do this. I just wanted to not talk about the war so much right now. Okay. You know, it's fine by me. Robert Reich said, teachers... Earned 73 cents for every dollar that other professionals made in
0: 2022.
1: Mm. You should start paying teachers to do your job, Charlie. You'd save money. I would. You know? About 27%. This is far less than the 93 cents on the dollar they made in 1996. Once again, is there a teacher shortage or a shortage of jobs that treat educators with the dignity and pay they deserve? Now, who do teachers work for? Well, they work for the government. (laughs) And so they just need... What we need to do is spend more money on education. Yeah. We've severely cut the education budgets, I've used, as you've seen. Our kids have been hardly underfunded. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing is... There's so, education insecurity. So when you say 73 cents on the dollar for other professionals versus 93 cents on the dollar for other professionals in 1996, do you also think that there might be a lot of new jobs that professionals are working that are high paying jobs than there were in 1996 right now. How I don't many, know, maybe having to do with computers.
0: How many software engineers were there in 1996? <laughs> there were
1: some, there were some, but it's not quite as big of a uh, market as it is right now. Or it wasn't as big of a market as it is right now. And so what this is just, when you see things like this, you have to think about it for two seconds. What happened was an entirely new economy developed and the value of a lot of those uh, information technology, any any stuff like that, software engineers, anything like that, it went up while the value of teaching, I guess they oh you're the talking same. about the internet, the internet. yes. Yeah, no, yeah. And so a lot of people started making money at these high paying jobs. And so then, when you're comparing teachers to professionals, which is a category, you have a lot of new people that came into the market that are working in high paying jobs and are able to increase their pay and now you compare teachers to them again and it looks like the pay of teachers has gone down somehow compared to the mm. the pay of professionals but you're not taking into account the fact that there's entirely new groups of professionals that didn't exist at that time
0: I mean I got to tell you so I grew up in the 90s right as a kid professional an internet professional was never on my list of things I never wanted to be. I heard about it.
1: I didn't want to be a YouTube influencer when I was in grade school. In fact, I remember when we got the
0: internet at school. Yeah. You know, when we first got the computer lab, it wasn't connected to the internet.
1: No, you just played like, uh, um, we had Ozark we had, Trail on there or something. Mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> on the, uh, Apple. <laughs> the Oregon Trail. You, Oregon Trail. Ozark. Ozark. Oregon. Like, uh, yeah. We played that, you know, it was just like a. Black and green screen. And we you, had three you, and
0: a half inch floppy No, discs. no,
1: you put in a five inch floppy on that. I can't remember the, ex- the exact size. Half. The big floppy. It's four it, and a half. You put it in, you push the thing down yeah. afterwards so mm-hmm. it doesn't come popping back out at you, I guess. <laughs> you have to wait <laughs> for it to click. Yeah. So anyway.
0: And then I remember, I think I was in seventh, maybe seventh or eighth grade when the internet came about.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah, Netscape. Well, Al Gore had invented it way before that. We just, it wasn't in wide use yet at that time. But yeah, I was pretty young. I remember talking to my friends on MSN Messenger. You know, that was the cool thing Mm -hmm. to do. I didn't have any friends on there, but I was trying to get some. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Still looking for friends on there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we mentioned this. Do you remember your MSN
0: Messenger name?
1: Oh, I changed it all the time. Different song lyrics and quotes from movies and stuff like that. Whatever the cool kids were doing those days. Yeah. But I was never first to act. I was always copying the cool kids.
0: Did you have eight people to make your top eight in MySpace?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, I was friends with all sorts of people all over the world. Mm. You know, didn't know them, but we were good friends for sure. Uh, We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I wanted to play a video from AOC that we played on last week's Dumb Bleep, but we stopped it before she got into her point. It's the video where she was uh, trying to make some excuses for Jamal Bowman pulling that fire alarm door handle, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, she brings up George Santos. Well, George Santos has been accused of uh, some more crimes in a new superseding indictment and some pretty crazy things, actually, uh, like stealing people's Credit card information and running up tabs, on, you know, putting... You want to read some of this article from the Washington Post, Charlie? That's yes. the second article down in the notes. Gotcha. All
0: right. Santos accused of stealing identities, unauthorized credit card use. A superseding indictment made public Tuesday charges George Santos was stealing the identities of family members and using donors' credit cards to spend thousands of dollars. He's 35... I'm 35. How about that? Faces 10 additional charges according to the indictment. One count of conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States. Two counts of wire fraud. Two counts of making materially false statements to the Federal Election Commission. Two counts of falsifying records submitted to obstruct the Federal Election Commission. Two counts of aggravated identity theft. And one count of access device fraud. Mm. Mm. He must have found where Hillary's
1: emails were. I think that's what it was. Yeah.
0: The new charges were filed just days after Nancy Marks, the treasurer for the Santos campaign, pleaded guilty to fraud conspiracy and implicated Santos in a scheme to embellish his campaign finance reports with a fake loan and fake donors. Santos, who is expected to appear in federal court on the additional charges on October 27th, told reporters at the U.S. Capitol Tuesday evening that he does not intend to resign his seat in Congress. In May, Santos was charged with 13 counts related to allegedly defrauding his donors, using their money for his personal benefit and wrongfully claiming unemployment benefits. Dude was claiming unemployment. He's,
1: is this it's so ridiculous. This whole story is so weird. Mm-hmm. Like he lied about everything. He's defrauding his donors. They're making up money that's coming in. It's sounds like he's friends with Hunter Biden.
0: It's so wild. The charges included seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, one count of theft of public funds and two counts of making materially false statements and a partridge in a pear tree. (laughs) He pleaded not guilty and called the investigation a witch hunt (laughs) at the same time. Of course, it's a witch hunt. Russian propaganda. Santos falsely inflated the campaign's reported receipts with non-existent loans and contributions that were either fabricated or stolen, says a U.S. attorney, Brian Peace. This office will relentlessly pursue criminal charges against anyone who uses the electoral process as an opportunity to defraud the public and our government institutions.
1: Okay, we don't have to go through the whole thing, the specific charges and stuff that happened, but... Um, there is a weird thing. And what I've been wondering is why people are not out there, Republicans specifically, not out there calling for him to resign. I think some are. His seat. Maybe some, but Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what's more important right now. They need his vote for the speaker (laughs) of the house to go through first. Gotcha. Um, even though they didn't do anything after the last one happened either. Um, I will also say, uh, the other thing with this is that I know that he's getting caught in all these things and they're all really crazy. I don't see him as any worse than basically anyone else that's in the House of Representatives. He's just more of an idiot about all the ways that he's gone about stolen, stealing people's money and committing fraud. But pretty much all of these people I see as fraudsters and I, I, I don't see him as any worse. I just see him as dumber. The Salon article, which is... <laughs> Another thing this that could have been leap? in dumb, it could have been in dumb bleep, it probably should, but I thought while we're talking about this and we lead into a little bit of Hamas and Israel conversation and talking about the GOP, we have Salon likening the GOP as, uh, GO, as terrorist groups, just like Hamas with an article entitled Hamas and the GOP are both terrorist groups. It's just a matter of degree. I don't think that it's that close <laughs> Honestly, but let's find out I don't think it's the same thing but here we go from Salon at a funeral for a dear friend on Wednesday his widow approached me and said she didn't know who she was anymore she said she used she was used to being a couple and now she was not we shared tears and afterward I thought about what she'd said and realized I heard the exact sentiment expressed in nearly the same fashion (laughs) only from members of Congress talking about politics it made me shiver a woman who lost her husband yes Reminded you. Jesus. It made me shiver to realize the possible implications of this dumbass analogy I was making in my head. Shiver me timbers. Consider the facts, Charlie. The attack on Israel by Hamas led I to I I can't a... get over it. Hang on a second.
0: <laughs> At a funeral for a dear friend, mm-hmm. his widow approached me and said she didn't know who she was anymore. She was used to being a couple, and now she was not. We shared tears, and later that day, this person thought about
1: how this is just like Congress. The exact sentiment (laughs)
0: expressed in tears about losing your life partner reminded this person, members of Congress talking about politics.
1: The attack on Israel by Hamas led to a rare public appearance in the Rose Garden where Joe Biden ticked off a list of Hamas atrocities, including slaughtering innocent civilians at a left-leaning kibbutz and at a now infamous overnight rave. Entire family. An editor read that Mm -hmm. and was like, that's fine. That's just like GOP. Put that in there. It's just like Republicans. Babies killed, young people massacred while attending a music festival to celebrate peace. The atrocities included rape, assault, and parading human hostages as trophies. Sure, show me a country free of the atrocities the president outlined. That doesn't mean he wasn't right about Hamas and that he wasn't right to call it out. And he's absolutely right to want to do something about it. He vowed that the U.S. will stand by Israel. Biden's reaction was far better than those of certain toddlers in the GOP who immediately, without attribution or any facts to back it up, found ways to link Biden to the actions of Hamas. Now, some of what I've seen, this is me talking, not the article, some of what I've seen has gone like a a little bit too far. I think it's too far to immediately say that this is Biden's fault. I guess as a libertarian, I like to think that um, we don't have to include ourselves in every other country's strife that they're going through and say that it was Joe Biden's fault, but whatever. Uh, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina posted on X that Biden's weakness invited the attack on Israel. He claimed that Biden told Israel to stand down after the attack, which is an absolute lie, and called the president complicit in the attack. Steve Scalise, House Majority Leader and the leading candidate to become Speaker of the House said the Biden administration must be held accountable for its appeasement of these Hamas terrorists, including handing over billions of dollars to them and their Iranian backers. That claim is also a lie on multiple levels. That's not exactly a lie. Mm-mm. I mean, they did just they did just hand over $6 billion, mm. but as we to said... To Iran, like, not to the terrorists. Yeah, to Iran. Now, Iran funds Hamas. We know that they do that. And Hezbollah. And then also... As we said, and I know that this is an annoying, nuanced point as a libertarian, that was Iran's money. And I don't really know what right the U.S. government has to do with uh, what kind of right we have in saying that they can't have their own freaking money. I mean, I don't think they can do it to me, and I don't definitely don't think they can do it to other countries around the country. Countries around the world, not around the country is what I meant to say. That's where the president went sideways. His resolve is clear, but the resolve of Congress is another matter. And the House, at any rate, Republicans are too busy fighting over who will rule over the rubble. While the fight for the Speaker's gavel continues to play out, in all its splendor, the GOP, which has repeatedly shown that it cannot govern, is busy blaming Democrats in general, and Biden specifically, for all manner of ills affecting the planet, including but not limited to Hamas the war in Ukraine, climate change, the GOP's failure to govern, COVID-19, Chinese saber-rattling, and gingivitis. I don't know. I guess maybe that was a joke. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like there's a little bit of gaslighting happening right now in this article, but I can't exactly pinpoint it yet. Instead of even trying to govern, they squabble amongst themselves like a school of cannibalistic piranhas. Instead of proposing solutions, they merely try to shift blame. Ah, oh, there's the gaslighting coming right now. I can feel it. Mm. feel warm. Mm. The war- do you feel the warmth I from do. the gas right mm-hmm. now? These actions And the leave- lighting. <laughs> In the light. There's a bright light. that lit up a room. Mm-hmm. And uh, these actions leave many Americans feeling... Here, we made the connection. Sorry. It took so long to make mm. the connection. These actions leave many Americans feeling like widows to democracy. You see, we used to be married to this thing called democracy, but it died. Yeah. Thanks to the Republicans. And
0: democracy means that if you disagree with the other side, they're not allowed to vote. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Now we do not know who we are, just like that widow who lost her husband. And we have to settle for hatred and petty squabbles while the world seems to burn around us. More than one member of Congress on both sides of the aisle has wondered how their political opponents can completely ignore the facts. We're supposed to be in this thing together more than one has lamented. They just keep saying more than one, not they mean the Congress people. Everyone has a problem with facts from time to time, especially if the facts conflict with their own preconceived notions of truth. Hmm. What is gaslighting? That's what's... Uh, that's mm. what's... Go- okay. <clears throat> yep. It's actually true about both sides either the way. Yep. It's just only recognized by one side at a time about the other. There's never any introspection... About the things well, that you do. Well, and the way do, that this person you know, is framing <clears throat> it is that the
0: Democrats are good at this.
1: Mm, hmm
0: It's the other side. Now, she'll say, like, okay, both sides of the aisle struggle with this, but Republicans are way worse.
1: Let's see. Unfortunately, the world is run by older men well, who... Would,
0: sorry, she says that right here. The mm-hmm. best of us learn from our mistakes, or at least try to do so. Very few of these people are Republican office holders.
1: So, mm. Uh, Unfortunately, the world is run by older men who would not abandon their own peace, but are eager to urge younger men and women to do so. Kind of true. They are terrorists, like the leaders of Hamas. They are despots like Vladimir Putin. They are men like Donald Trump, who has never gone without a meal or lacked the social lubricant of money his entire life. Trump and many other politicians in this country are not so different from the craziest leaders in many foreign nations. They preach division, they preach hate, they teach fear. Of course, it's only Republicans that preach division and hate mm-hmm. and, and fear, as, as you know. Scalise and Scott are part of the GOP that ruthlessly and relentlessly demonizes political opponents. We're <laughs> in an article about how the Republicans are terrorists, just like Hamas. Yeah, um, Scalise and Scott are people who ruthlessly and relentlessly demonize their political Mm -hmm. opponents. Just so you know.
0: From someone who probably supported the Russian propaganda (laughs) against Donald Trump. Mm, Yeah, I'm sure. Probably still believe it. The dude spent his entire presidency fighting a lie.
1: Let's see. United we stand not so much with those two and other leading Republicans, but facts matter little to them, only power. There is little difference between Scott, Scalise, and Hamas. Same, same. Further, there is little or no difference between most of the GOP leadership, including Jim Jordan and Donald Trump and the leaders of Hamas. Both groups will do anything they can to win. Both groups have engaged in atrocities. Both groups continue to lie. Both groups use human beings as hostages. Both groups are extremely dangerous. Both groups threaten the world's internal and external peace. The fact is many Americans viscerally understand this. Donald Trump and his followers are terrorists. That's exactly why the majority of Americans cringe when they hear anything about D.C. politics. They fear the cancer is spreading.
0: No, they actually, they cringe because of people like you, (laughs) actually. (laughs) When they read articles from you, that's when they cringe.
1: I mean, who is, you got to think about someone using a terrible, awful, disgusting, depressing tragedy that happened on the other side of the world where now it's, it's 1,300 Israelis that they had, that were killed twenty five Americans women and children elderly all this stuff uh, to demonize a
0: group of people yeah and then talk about how those people are the ones demonizing
1: yeah your people you're using this to demonize your political opponents in an article that talks about those political opponents are people who demonize people and tear them apart yeah make it make sense. Must we say anything else?
0: Make it make sense. I don't think we should. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. A little update. I think she is a she. Um, Probably I a look, she. I don't. It definitely sounds like something a woman would write. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We've all been there before. I know I'm there all the time, where I'm trying to go to sleep. And all of a sudden, my brain just keeps racing. My thoughts just keep racing. And it turns out like two hours later, I'm just sitting there thinking about stuff that I shouldn't even be worried about. Maybe it's time to work out and you, you're excited, but then all those negative thoughts creep in. You know, You know what you should do. You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Now, I've done therapy before in the past, It was very instrumental in my life and who I am today. Charlie has used BetterHelp also in the past. He loved it. Very easy, very simple, and very helpful as well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash gml today to get 10% off your first month that's better help com slash gml uh, anthony blinken says 25 americans are dead and gaza hospitals are running out of supplies so just a little update on how this war is going on right now uh like i said i think it's around 1300 israelis is the death toll right now and by the way also 1300 palestinians now in the response so far so we should end it there as far as an eye for an eye goes. That seems pretty I th- even. I think it's kind of even right now. Yeah. Uh, but the idea is going to be that they're going to go in there and they're going to get all the terrorists. And I understand that and I get it. And I think every single one of these Hamas terrorists deserves to die a traitor's death. Okay. Just the, just the worst thing possible. I, I honestly do. Like, but We have
0: the, a pretty good example of going in and trying to get terrorists. Like, we spent
1: 20 years. That's the thing. Can you do it? Yeah. And the... I you know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but my fear is that every time they go through here and they kill one of these civilians that have that's a a poor person who lives in a poor city and has no way really to leave because, geez, they're even bombing the they're they told people to go to egypt and they're 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 bombing the pathway to Egypt, they told people to go out through the ocean, they're they're bombing the beaches and so people don't know where to go and you you just look at pictures of this i'm not you know i'm not saying that you shouldn't do anything as as israel and like i was saying before the show yesterday the Fed haters club heard us talking about this joingmail.com um my my problem is is that when i see a dead israeli child and then i see a dead palestinian child I feel the same about those two things. It's not about why it happened. It's not about Israel needing to defend itself. It's, it's not about even the way in which they were killed. It's a dead child who had nothing to do with anything that, <coughs> that these people are doing. And so as far as caring about the dead child goes, um, I, I care about those the same because it's, it's a dead kid, you know? And when I see pictures of the rubble in Gaza... What I imagine is how in the world are these people not going to want to join Hamas later in the future? The retaliate. You know, to retaliate. Against the retaliation. And that's the thing. We have so, we've talked about this as it relates to all the other wars. They're all retaliations for retaliations. It's not that you shouldn't retaliate for what happened in Israel my my fear, and I'm not even saying there's a way around it, but my fear is that there's going to be more Hamas terrorists after this happens. They're going to be more emboldened to do bad things to Israel and things are just going to get worse. And I don't know a way around it. I really don't. I mean, you want to, they're going to want to go in there and kill the people who did this. We want to do the same thing, you know, but darn it if i just wish there were I mean, a way to do this someone, without killing a bunch of innocent people if you someone know?
0: dropped a bomb on my son
1: yeah yeah you would probably level a
0: whole block I, I would or a lot more blocks mm-hmm. yeah i get it yeah because yeah you know when when someone hurts your loved ones you don't see clearly mm-hmm. for a long time
1: and you got to be a you know, when you're running the country, you got to be the strong man who's going to take care of this and keep people safe. You know, because people care the most about their safety. It's one of your jobs, uh, I guess. So, once again, I'm not trying to demonize Israel or anyone else out there. It just sucks. the whole The whole thing just sucks. And I get that this is Hamas's fault right now, currently that that these bombs are dropping and this is happening. But I don't know if these people are going to. Uh, care so much as they care about their loved ones who were killed, who never did anything wrong. And they're going to be mad about yeah. that. Yeah. You know? So uh, we'll see if this time is different. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be. Um, okay. Let's move on to some other things outside of the war. You got anything else on the war? You good? Uh,
0: I think, yeah, I'm good on it. I, yeah. Hmm. Magoo says they, uh, they just need to fight it out because that's, what's going to happen anyway. I just wish the rest of the world isn't being led to feel like they need to be involved. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I can see that. I can say, I can see like, okay, like we need to continue this war until one side <clears throat> gives up. Well, let's say the aggressor, but who is that really? I try to think, I always try to like take these ideas down, you know, like let's say Nate and I were at war, you know, with mm-hmm. each other. Um, we're both capable of killing each other, probably, and so we know that going into it. Let's say it starts as an argument, and then you know Nate says something stupid, like he always does, and then you know I respond with something stupid back, and then eventually we get to fisticuffs. you know, mm-hmm. and then eventually one of us is going to be like, okay, that's enough, yeah, you know, like yeah, let's not kill each other here, you know, and, and then like okay, well. So do we need to fight it out until it gets to that point where one group is finally like, okay, well, you know,
1: I think that you've got
0: the bigger bombs and you win.
1: I think that's the way it's going to go. And I think, listen, uh, the truth is they've been dancing around this for 75 years now. Um, Israel carved out land that was already settled by a bunch of people or the UN carved out land that was already settled by a bunch of people. And Right now, you have, to, you have to accept that for, their, for one, to, see, to think that the Palestinian people have nothing to be mad about. Um, and then you have, to, you have to accept that as a Palestinian f- to further to be no more fighting. And I don't know if that's ever going to be accepted. And so I think what's going to have to happen, and I'm not saying I want it to happen, what's going to have to happen is what happens in all colonization in history the original people that were there are they're they're going to have to be gone that's that for it to stop i'm not even recommending that, that happens but listen we live in a country where it was already settled you know before this was a country it was settled by people yeah and we have accepted the fact like i don't want to give my land to a native american <laughs> i have accepted the fact that yeah people came took your land they were stronger than you and now I'm here. I'm happy about being here. I'm not going to give you my land back. I'm sorry. You just ha- not going to.
0: You hate reparations that much.
1: Huh? <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's a difficult conversation because you have to accept it and you have to admit that you've accepted that. We've accepted that here. Mm-hmm. For us to be here right now, we've accepted it. And what it takes is a, what it took was a total annihilation of any fight back against it. I'm not saying it's right. Not saying I want it to happen, but that's how it stopped. You know, that's why we're not sitting here worried about bows and arrows, arrows mainly. I don't care if someone throws a bow at the house. They
0: probably have guns
1: now, Nate. Just more fun to say (laughs) bows and arrows. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) Spare time. I'm not worried
1: about getting scalped on the way to the gas station. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. And so there's a way that that happened. How do you know all Indians did that, Nate? See, look at you. Just listen, they stopped listening a few minutes ago. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can say whatever we want right now. Just it's like just, making fun of Amish people. You can make fun of Amish people on the podcast all you want. They're not going to hear it. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's. Get- well, I'm,
0: so just on that point, though, like what you're saying, yeah, I. I that's a fair point to bring up. I of course don't want to see any violence, um, and I think the biggest thing as an American, we've been involved in too many wars for too long. We don't have any money. Hmm. We shouldn't. We shouldn't be sending troops. We shouldn't be putting American lives at risks. Israel, like, sure, stand with Israel, right? We got. We got a kid. Got a kid. Coming good job, in. bud. I'm proud of you. Now you can eat your chocolate. Yeah, you're a good listener, and I am doing my work. Although I told him not he to come just up here. Wanted to show you that he ate yeah. his food. And now he can have chocolate. This is why dads are important. Uh-huh. All kids mm-hmm. want to show their dad what they're doing and get approval. It's so they can hear that you're proud of them. Exactly. Yep. That's, um, it. that's what being a dad is all about. Anyway, where I'm going with this is that I think America shouldn't be involved on the, on the like you can stand with Israel, sure. But here's a few things. One more cuz I've I've got to finish this show. Yeah, hockey games tonight. You going to a hockey game?
1: Yeah. Nice.
0: That's fun. We're going to go see the Preds tonight. Hey, can you can you come here and tell everyone to subscribe quickly? Hurry up. And then you got to go back downstairs, okay? Tell everyone right here tell them to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Please. Please. What else you want to tell them? And else you want Drive and you tell them and you tell them good and you be thank you are you for israel or hamas
1: <laughs> hamas you hamas you be Who do you and, and whoever is the goodest whoever's wins, the goodest okay wins whoever's the goodest fight it <laughs> out yeah. he says fight it out Goodest yeah. wins you
0: pray from god and and, mm-hmm. and so far one means So we can guide our. Amen. Pray to God. Amen. There you go. Look at that. What about a woman? What wisdom? Amen and a woman, right? Wisdom. (laughs) Wait, what about amen and a. All right. Thank you for your insight, bud. That's really helpful. I appreciate that. Now we can go downstairs. (laughs) Now you can go downstairs and finish and eat your chocolate. I'm proud of you.
1: He really waited to eat the chocolate. You he know? did. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Good job. I
0: think we should listen to Parker. That's the answer right there.
1: Yeah. Whoever's the goodest wins. Whoever's
0: the goodest, pray to God. Yeah. And what do you say? That everyone's I don't okay? I think everyone's okay. Amen <laughs> and a woman. That's the show. <laughs> Nothing else to say. We can end it there if you want to. Yeah. No, I do okay. want to finish my point. Yeah. Um, thanks, Parker. <laughs> Which is that America shouldn't be involved in the account of several things. Like the first one is we don't have any money. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't put American lives at risk. And that Israel is one of the largest militaries. that spends a lot of money and they've got very advanced weapons.
1: I think they're going to be just fine on yeah. their own. One of the largest militaries because of all the money that we send. We've them already, yeah, yeah, we've already... How is it given you this much? How is it that as a government you spend so much money on things, and it's never enough? Like if you were to give, uh, if you were to give Elon Musk a trillion dollars to start a business, you know he would not have to come to you next year and ask for another trillion dollars to keep his business going. You know that's just not what would happen. But you have something like the military that we spent $800 billion a year on. It's like, they can't make it another year. They have to have a whole other $800 billion once again. And then the same thing with Israel, we give them 50 billion. I'm just throwing a number out. We give them $50 billion a year. And like, they got to have that again next year. Actually, they need an increase. Yeah. It's got to go up now. I'm sure it's going to have to be doubled to, to fight this, this good fight. Mm -hmm. And they like, they, there's never a way that they become self-sustaining ever. It just, it doesn't happen. Yeah. We never expect them to be self-sustaining. No, we just don't. It's so weird that we've accepted that with things that the government does. Now the, uh, the Iron... Copperhead
0: the, uh, says incrementalism. Yeah.
1: The Iron Dome thing for Israel has clearly kept them alive. But as we said the other day on the show, like, I think they've made it to a point where they need to be buying their own freaking ammunition for those things. You know, they shouldn't have to rely on us to do it. And maybe if we step back a little bit, they'd find a way to do it themselves. But when you're there with a safety net for someone, or you tell someone that they can live off of you, then they don't need to do it. it is, isn't that nice that they get to have our money to make sure that they get to keep existing and then their people live there. I'm not not hating on Israel or Israelis right now, but I'm not a fan of governments. Okay. Their people get to have their GDP per capita. What do you and, mean by their people? <laughs> The Jews? Them. them. The Jews. Over there, yeah. In this case, I literally mean the Jews. Yeah. For most of them, yeah. They, they get to keep their money and spend it on them. Like, we're not asking them for money right now, you know? They just want more from us. When do people ever have to be self-sustaining, self-sufficient? I just want to know. Self-sustaining skeletons. I know, I know. We need self-sustaining countries out there, but mm-hmm. we don't. Yeah. They, they're like another state, a complete welfare states for the United States that we keep alive all the time. And I just want to know, I wonder what they would have to do as a country to reprioritize some of their funding, maybe away from forced vaccinations for all their people uh, towards protecting themselves more. I just want to know. Mm -hmm. Just without using our money to do so. Just a wonder
0: I have. Because we don't have Mm. any.
1: Yeah. I'm all for
0: giving. I, I think you should give. If you have extra. Or prioritize whatever I think that you should give. That's a good thing, but you can't give when you don't have any money. It's not like you know. If I get Nate a birthday gift on a credit card that I can't pay, mm. it's not. That's not a good gift.
1: No, you know, especially if it's a credit card that belongs to someone else that they have to pay off, like it's, your freaking George Santos or something like that. Right. You know
0: exactly. Look! Look at all this great stuff I got George, you.
1: George Santos's defense should be, hey. I work in the government. This is what we do this, here. Yeah. I take money out of other people's names and I spend it without their permission. It's my whole job. Yeah. All right. Literally. I'm in the budget meetings Actually, for we're going to have to come back to that conversation <laughs> because he's getting accused of doing his job. <laughs> okay. That's a good just place to a, wrap it up. Just at a smaller scale. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about
0: other, other government wasting another time. All right. If you love the show, then... Um, Don't do anything. Mm -hmm. If you hated this show, then share it around. Share the hate. That's what it's all about here at Good Morning Liberty. I'm Mm -hmm. kidding. We love each and every one of you, just not most of you. (laughs) I'm not sure that makes any sense. Exactly. But you know what? I'm going to take Parker's advice. I'm going to pray to God and Mm -hmm. may the goodest win. There you go. May the goodest survive. And that's, that's all you need to know. So anyway, go sign up on all the stuff Nate already told you to do. And then if you do that, Then um, we'll be back again tomorrow for some dumb bleep. Until then, I hope you have a goodest day and a goodest morning (laughs) liberty.